Hey all, this is the Flip-Flop Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Thrapp, an entrepreneur who turned my love of travel into a career. Travel is not just a hobby, it's a way of life. Making it happen can be tough. I'm here to offer practical advice to make travel more achievable. This isn't just about my journey, it's about inspiring you to pursue adventure and explore the world on your terms. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flip-Flop Experience. I'm Marla Watson, and I'm here with my favorite adventuress, the adventuress herself, Leah Thrapp. Hey, Leah. Hey, Marla. What's up? Oh, I have lots going on. We're having fun and working on lots of cool stuff this year. I'm excited. So you had to stay pretty organized. I definitely had to stay organized. Probably could have used some tips, though. Well, you know what? I think that's pretty exciting that you needed to get those tips because we have someone joining us today. We have Ms. Melanie Mosa, a professional organizer who I have now dubbed uh, Melanie Mosa the organizer with the most uh so (laughs) welcome melanie oh yeah i'm totally fine with new titles thanks for having me melanie you're a professional organizer what does that mean the gist of it is i go into people's spaces Mm -hmm. i assess what they have going on what kind of layout they have what kind of stuff we're working with and i create systems that help improve the productivity of that area and keep it from becoming cluttered and keep everything organized that's amazing When you started doing this, when you started organizing people, did you bring travel into that originally or is that something that just through osmosis? Because I understand you do a lot of travel yourself. Yeah, I do a lot of traveling and it didn't really play a part in my business as I got it started, but it's kind of branched out into that now that I have people reaching out, asking me for tips on all kinds of things and how they can stay organized. Yeah, that's great. I'm really excited to hear some of the tips that you shared with me. And we can always use a little bit of help when we are traveling. And especially like you do and I do traveling with kids. And it requires a lot of planning and thoughts. Yes, it does. I think what we want to do for everybody listening is just kind of create that anxietyless type of travel experience. And and take the stress out of getting ready to pack for a trip because I know to some people, like example for me, I can do it in my sleep. I do it all the time, but it's something that people constantly ask me for tips. They say, how do you do that? How do you know what to pack? How do you get ready? And how do you make sure you have everything you need? So I think that we can definitely hopefully take some of that anxiety out of the process for some of our listeners. Absolutely. How do you even dive into knowing where to start with travel? Because there's so many things and so many different things that people have to pack and Is there a method? Everybody has the basics of your toiletries that you always bring, the things that you can't live without, but everything else really depends on the kind of trip you're going to be taking. Are you going to be in a city? Are you going out into the woods adventuring? Are you going to be on the beach? That's all going to play a part in the other things that need to be considered. Do you find that people get overwhelmed with that whenever they're trying to pack and get out the door and know what to take and they take too much? Absolutely. I mean... People start thinking they're going to need things that they haven't touched in the last five years when they've been at their own house. But suddenly on this trip, they are going to need that trombone. (laughs) That's kind of true. I I have to admit, I've gotten better at it. When we went to Italy, 
I had to take things out and put things in and take things out and put things in. And she was already in Italy. And I mm-hmm. literally was like, I don't know what to pack. And I don't know how to pack. And I know how to pack. And I knew what to take. But it still was such a daunting thing. Do you create checklists? Or how do you start that process? I definitely have a list. Otherwise, I will be the person that forgets like the most obvious thing. So I usually break up my list into toiletries, adventure pieces, outfits and wardrobe, which I plan around my day and my activities that I have planned when I'm in a certain place. And then shoes, I always consider separately because I don't like to overpack on shoes. Yeah, that's Otherwise important. it takes up all your space. Mm-hmm. It does take up a lot of space. They got to be multi-purpose. Two of the things that I do in advance before I get ready to pack are systems I've developed. The first one I learned from my friend Chelsea, but she told me that she puts a box or like a bin in her room. And then as you're like walking around the house a couple weeks before, you know how you think like, ooh, I need to make sure I bring that thing or, or I need to make sure I find this thing. So then she just throws it in the box. That's brilliant. Yeah, and that's it, great. It is life changing. Seriously. So I have like a permanent box next to my dresser. That's my packing <laughs> box. I just toss stuff in it when I'm thinking about it. That way, like on the day before, you're not running around crazy trying to find where's the batteries pack for that camera? Where's the speaker or whatever? You can just say... Okay, when I passed it, I just threw it in the box. That was one thing that was revolutionizing my packing, especially when you're doing it so frequently um, and for different kinds of things, like Melanie was saying, where it's like the box doesn't need the same kind of stuff every trip depending on where I'm going. And another silly thing that I do, which we actually do like all the time is we have dry erase markers in our bathroom and we write things on our mirror. That's really oh, yeah. very That's smart. smart. Yeah. So we do it all the time. We write each other notes like don't forget this or and then you could just when you're walking through your bathroom, you just jot down like don't forget your iPhone charger or remember that this is in the dryer or whatever. And we just write it on our mirror, all, just a constant running list. Then we cross it off when we walk by the next time, put a check mark. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't put things physically in a single place. I have five boys and they move stuff and they take my chargers. And so I will put some in the box and then it'll be gone. Mm-hmm. So I start a note in my phone a few weeks out and list out all those last minute things. And I try and have an idea of where they are in the house before I start packing. Mm-hmm. But it just keeps all of my thoughts in one place. So I'm not trying to take the mental inventory as I'm actually putting things together. Yeah, we do a shared note in our phone when we're going on oh, trips yeah, together, which is nice because you can write each other notes while you're thinking about it. Because sometimes you think, I need to ask so-and-so this, and then it's like, oh, well, you don't remember. Yes. So we can put it in the shared note, and we can also make a list of things that you're going to buy. So sometimes it's like, I need to remember to order this thing or go to Target and get this thing or whatever. And so that is like a separate list from my, like, don't forget to grab this thing that's already in the house mm-hmm. type of list. I write lists several weeks in advance. And then I have it and I mark it off as it goes. And I even put the little checkbox. Maybe I'm too much like a bullet journal type of person. But <laughs> no, I like what pen I do and paper. It just, I have a notebook here. <laughs> if I can see it, then I know. And I guess, we, you know, we started off and just jumping into organization. But why did you get into organization? Why do you love it so much? It's actually something I've been doing for decades at this point. Growing up, I was super OCD and not like, oh, haha, so OCD, like legitimate OCD. So it became kind of my saving grace in my sanity mm-hmm. when I was younger for controlling like the nervous impulses and like having a place for things and like knowing where things are in systems because I would get a lot of anxiety as a kid. Like if I had to be at my music lesson, like I would neurotically be like, oh, I've lost all my guitar picks. Well, no, they're right where you left them. So just creating those systems really helped me. And as I grew and started having kids of my own and had a family, the input into my life became so extreme. Like it was absolutely necessary for me to have these systems in place to keep everything running smoothly. Otherwise, I would just be drowning. 
I relate to that so much because, well, Leah knows I get great anxiety if I don't have systems and things, places in order. I have to say that doing it as a career actually sounds like one of the most calm, wonderful, like you get to go in and you get to solve a problem for somebody. Or is it, does it eat on your anxiety? Uh, when I walk in somewhere, my brain instantly goes into, okay, I can identify that this is going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem. This isn't really working. And I start going through all of the processes of how I'm going to break it down into steps and how I can solve what's going on here. But my favorite part is that once it's all in order, I get to walk away. It's not my own space where I'm in it all the time and I'm constantly thinking about it and reworking it. I get to come up with the solution. I've improved their lives and then I get to leave it to them. That's yeah. really kind of cool. That's what you do with travel. It is. It's very similar, actually. It We're really problem is. solvers. Yeah. You really are. And you you take them to a spot and then they either enjoy it or they don't. Well, okay, back to travel packing. Well, um, one of the first things when I asked Melanie if she would be willing to come on and talk with us about organization was she knew that um, if you follow me on social media, you know I'm all about carry on only when we're packing. And she told me she's hashtag death before checked bags. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. (laughs) And I said, I love that hashtag and I'm going to start using it because that's amazing. She has some tips. And one of the things that she has experienced with that I don't, which I loved hearing her talk about was flying on some of the budget airlines, you really have to be careful of which kind of bags, what size of bags, or else it can just um, increase your travel price by double sometimes Mm -hmm. if you have to pay for it. So she told me some of the tricks she had when you fly on an airline, like maybe Spirit Airlines, where you have the restricted bags. So can you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I flew Spirit last year. I was taking a week-long trip to Mexico. We were going to be diving with whale sharks out in the open ocean. And so we had a few like very specific adventure excursions we were doing and then just hanging out in the city, hanging out at the beach, going to some of the resorts. It's an easier trip to pack for just because it's 90% swimwear. But I decided that I wanted to take along like some of my prettier dresses with like the big flowing skirts because it's Mexico and I wanted to look pretty at dinner. Mm -hmm. So we were flying Spirit, me and a group of friends that I was traveling with, and we all decided that we didn't really want to check bags because it almost doubled the airfare. So I had my backpack, and I don't remember the exact dimensions, but I have a backpack that fits very, very closely. I got almost everything into it except for a couple of my more fun evening wear. I really didn't want to leave them behind. So I have these Eagle Mountain compression bags, and they're not the kind where you have to, like, suck the air out of it. They're the kind that have, like, a tornado zipper going around the outside of it. You pack your things into it, and you push down on the top, and you zip around several times, and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller as you zip. I have this jacket. It's a denim jacket with these giant interior pockets that I bought. I think it was at Target. It's one of my favorites. has huge interior pockets, so I put my couple of skirts into the compression bag, zipped them down, and just slipped them into my pocket and wore (laughs) them onto the plane rather than checking another bag or overdoing my luggage so it wasn't going to fit, and then I'd end up having to check it. I know. She told me, and I was like... First of all, I love that because I'm always one who loves to beat the system. But um, second of all, if you can get away with not checking a bag, that's super fun. And I have some compression bags, um, packing cubes, which I also love. Mine are from REI. They're better than regular packing cubes because most regular packing cubes just have one zipper. Mm-hmm. But I have the um, their mesh, and so they're like a little bit more flexible shape. And then you can roll fold and pack them. And then the double zip, the zip goes all the way around and it compresses it down. 
So it's different from the most compression bags that people see where you have to suck or squeeze the air out of the or bag. Or you have to bring along like yeah, the little, little vacuum, vacuum and exactly. then you have extra pieces. And if you lose that, well, now you're, you're out of luck. Nothing's going back in that bag ever. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like that kind. But these just compress it down and it's not as much as the vacuum bags, but definitely can give you several inches extra in your bag. Oh, yeah. When we do like sailing trips, it's sort of a very similar situation. We're going to be on a sailboat. We don't want to take a structured shaped bag on our boat because there's nowhere to store it once you're on the boat. Mm -hmm. I will use those to keep the backpack organized. And last year in the summer, I got like all of my clothes for the whole nine days in one of those cubes and all of our swimwear in another one of those cubes. It's like magic, I'm telling you. Yeah, I only have two of those Eagle Mountain bags that I use. They have the larger size and then like the small medium size. Mm -hmm. It's usually all I ever need. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay, I got to get those. And this tornado bag, y'all were talking about it earlier, I must have. So. Yeah, the tornado zippers are awesome. That just is so <laughs> and crazy. that's not the technical term. Don't no. know what it's actually called, but that's what it looks like. That's what you dubbed it. If you can't fit everything, they make just like the soft-sided, small duffels that roll up tiny. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people just work those into their suitcase when they're packing. And then when it's time to leave, in case they want to check souvenirs or if they're planning on doing a lot of shopping, they have that extra little bag that they can check for just the return flight rather than going both ways. Yeah, so I like, smart. I like to pack a, a little bag that rolls up or folds really small. And then if I'm going to bring souvenirs home, then I will wrap them in dirty clothes and carry them on mm -hmm. the plane so my souvenirs stay safe. And then I check the rest of my suitcase. So I think that helps. But we do share bags a lot, obviously, in our family because we often go on long trips with just one or two suitcases for the three or four of us. And that is when I do use packing cubes. So generally, if I'm packing for myself, I don't use packing cubes because I find that I can fit more in without a packing cube. But if you're sharing a bag, it gets really messy really quick when all of this stuff starts mixing together, especially if you're changing hotels frequently. So then I will use packing cubes for the organization purpose of just being able to say, I just know I need to find that red one. It has the swimsuits in it or whatever. I'd love to hear from Melanie if you have any other tips about how to keep your backpack or suitcase organized, especially in those scenarios where you're unpacking and packing frequently. Do you have any tips you could share with how to do that? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah, actually, staying on the topic of packing cubes, the kind of suitcase I pack in is also variable depending on where I'm going and what kind of activities I'm going to be doing. If I'm going hotel to hotel and it's mostly cities, then I like to bring my roller case. But if I'm going to be like trekking any distance or needing to carry my bags around with me a lot, then I'll use my big 60 liter, no, it's a 55 liter Osprey backpack. And you really have to use packing cubes when you're packing and something like that. Yeah. Otherwise, Every time you take something out, you're going to have to be repacking the entire thing. And that's just such a huge pain. Yeah, it is. So really just depending on the purpose of the case you're packing in, where you're going to be, you definitely need the packing cubes. I feel like a really common problem with 
packing for people is toiletry packing. And you're never sure which ones are going to leak and which one's the best. Do you have a favorite method for packing your toiletries? Um, Oftentimes, especially because I just worry about something like exploding mm-hmm. when I'm on the flight. If I know I'm going to be landing somewhere that has a CVS or a drugstore of any kind, and I'll even look it up beforehand, I'll swing through and grab like some shampoo and stuff like that when I'm there. But I am a big junkie for skincare. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to miss out on my regimen or like change things up. If I'm going somewhere that's really dry, I want my serums. If I'm going to be out in the sun, I want my different sunscreens. So on Amazon, they have these little cosmetics pots. You get 40 of them for like 6 to $12, depending on the kind that you get. You can use them as single use, but I tend to reuse them as well. Just take a little spatula and load it up with all my skincare products. They're like the size of a quarter. And that honestly is about enough to last a week. Mm -hmm. And they're small enough that if you had to pack for multiple weeks, you could bring a couple little pots of stuff. But they don't leak. They don't break. They're pretty sturdy. And they reduce the amount of toiletries you have significantly. They're my favorite. There's so many jars out there that come with your products. And when you have a nice product, you have a nice jar that's left over at the end. So if they're a small one or a sample size, I will keep it. Like I have little La Mer ones. Mm-hmm. And the other day we made some some coconut oil lip balm. Oh, nice. And I just reused it for that. You know, just to throw that out there for those of you that might have some of those smaller sample size things yeah, out like the there. little eye creams yes. and stuff like that. Those would be perfect. That's a good idea. Actually, what I do is I take it to the side. I keep a baggie inside my suitcase of things that I may have come across during the year and it doesn't live somewhere else. It lives in the suitcase. So when I open it up, I'm like, oh yeah, there's oh, yeah, that. It's like and designated can, for yes. the travel. And that way I feel like I'm giving back to the earth in a little way. Yeah. And also at the same time, I know where it's at and it's not sitting around. Yeah, I love that idea. I always look when I'm at Target or whatever and try to find a good bottle that has a screw-on cap because I do not like the flip tops because they're always getting pushed and squished and leaking yeah, a little. Yeah, they pop open. So when I find one, I don't even really care what's in it. I'll just use up whichever that is <laughs> and then I just keep refilling it because you find a good one with a good screw-on lid and it's like gold. you got to keep it. One thing that she told me that she has a method for travel documents, which I think is something oh, a lot wow. of people struggle with because it's really important. So you want to make sure you can get to yes. it when you need it and that you can find what you need. So I'd love to hear her tips on travel documents and travel. Yeah, so I usually just go to Target and they have the little plastic folio files that are usually a couple of dollars. They're really slim, they're lightweight, they're pliable and bendable, but they're also kind of waterproof, which is important. Yes. I usually, depending on what I'm doing day to day, I print things out and I create a log, like chronological order of what I'll be doing. That little folio file of all my documents, it's got copies of my important documents, hotel confirmations, event confirmations, things like that, stays in my backpack that I bring. Mm -hmm. It stays on my person while I'm traveling. That way, if I go to check in my hotel, they can't find my reservation. I've got all of my confirmation numbers. If my phone gets lost or stolen or you don't have Wi-Fi or something happens, then I have documentation of, okay, this is the address for my hotel. I don't have to go looking for it. And then I've got all of my stuff for check-in and copies of my documents for when I get to check-in in case I can't find my driver's license or something that's left on the plane or another reason I don't like to check bags in case something gets lost. Mm-hmm. So is it like the accordion kind of file? Is that the one you're using? Yeah, they have different sizes. They have like the big accordion style ones mm-hmm. that have like the tabs for 24 months or they have just like the small couple document ones. I usually go for the smaller ones just because thinner profile, more Mm -hmm. lightweight, 
easy to lug around. Nice. That sounds super helpful. Almost like the coupon size ones. Is that what you're talking about? Or maybe uh, a little bit bigger? Not quite that small. I usually go for like the standard paper size, mm-hmm. but they're just really thin. It's made to hold like an upwards of 20 papers, I think. That is a great idea. I yeah, I like that. Because I usually use a manila folder because I have to have all these vouchers and stuff when I'm on mm-hmm. tour with my clients and I have these vouchers and like you said, the hotel documents and all that kind of thing. So I like, um, I never looked at one that's enclosed that would be waterproof and also have some tabs to help keep it organized. And they so like I really bungee like that shut so things don't go sliding out yeah. or get lost in the backpack. I found yes. that it being splash proof is actually really important. The number of yes. times I've gotten caught in the rain and stuff in my backpack wound up getting wet while I'm like traveling through a city. Definitely. Very important to have the waterproof. Or if you have yes. kids with you like we both do. Yeah. Then things get tossed and somebody throws the sunscreen in your backpack with the cap not on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I see a lot of people pulling out like 50 different baggies and I'm like, ah, oh, that would drive me insane. I would feel like that wouldn't be very productive. No, I have a plastic. It's pretty well sealed. Uh, I actually found it at some random little stationery store. It wasn't meant to be a toiletry bag, but it's what I use it for. It's clear, so it goes through TSA. It's got a big zipper. It's a cube shape. And I throw all of my toiletries and stuff in there. So if something leaks, it's contained in there. But I don't like having lots of baggies and things to dig through. I think that's a little bit too much. I think it is too. I used to use a lot more baggies for my medicine until Dr. Stacy came and showed us her medicine kit. She got at Target <laughs> and now I had to have one. So I got a matching one to hers. And that's really helped me I stay. Did too. I love that thing. It's really <laughs> helped me stay organized having little pockets of band-aids and little pockets of all the different things. So that's been really cool. And I also have some Eagle Creek, um, just big zipper pouches that I have like three or four different sizes and they're plastic lined. So they're cloth and soft and pliable, but they're lined for leaks. But I do, I don't always pack in a Ziploc bag, but I do like to pack a Ziploc bag with a few Ziploc bags inside of it and a Sharpie because I can't tell you how many times that has come in handy when you're in the middle of travels and say a bottle breaks or your kid eats half of a snack bag and you want to keep it for later and not have it spill in your backpack. So I just bring a few Ziploc bags with different sizes and just throw them in my suitcase and it can definitely come in handy at different times during your trip. I like your method. That's a great idea because that's productive. It's whenever we traveled with someone recently and whenever they unpacked their bag, there was all these baggies and it was overwhelming for me for them. And I said, hey, did you mark it all up with Sharpie? And literally they they looked at me like I had four heads. (laughs) No, I can see what's in the bag. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I will also add, if I'm bringing along any liquids, like if I bring a full size or whatever size, uh, shampoo, sunscreen, anything that I'm afraid might leak, I also wrap it in press and seal before I pack it into my little bag. That's a that great way idea. It's sealed. Mm-hmm. So if anything bursts or if it just pressurizes weird, because I've even had that happen with cosmetics before, then it's just a nice way to keep the contaminant contained within your bag so it's not getting all over everything. I haven't ever tried it, but I've seen people take the lid off their toiletry put plastic wrap over it, and then screw the lid on. Mm-hmm. That was a my dad thing. He used to do that head and shoulders back in the day. Oh. <laughs> he wanted to take his bottle of head and shoulders, and he would put the baggie over the top. That's funny. But I still feel like somehow pressurized that that's going to just, you know, explode in something. I so. love I love press and seal, but I haven't tried it. Can you reuse it if you pack it and unpack it? It keeps working through the trip? Yeah. I, well, I mean, I usually, like, after I'm off the plane and get into it once, I usually just, like, roll up the press and seal and put it back in my bag, okay. and then I can unroll it and rewrap it. It's usually nice. good for a few co- tries. Nice. I like that. Beeswax paper does that, too, oh. by the way. Beeswax paper works really, really well oh, for nice. wrapping something up, and it acts as its own... You know, that you don't have to put tape or anything on it. It's very sealable. It's very, I'll share that with you. That's, yeah. one, of my, that's one of my things I'm into like these it. days is the beeswax. That's cool. Ladies, we could go on and talk forever. So 
I really thought we were going to go through my entire list of things I wanted to talk about quickly, and we just barely scratched the surface. Oh my gosh, Leah. I think we're going to have to have a second episode. I know. I agree. She's a wealth of knowledge. Okay. Melanie, will you come back? Will you? Absolutely. Or just would be stay. Happy stay. <laughs> Y'all can just keep me. We can just keep her in her pocket, and she can come print out my documents and put them in files for me. That would be great. I mean, I have so many questions that, that are beyond everything that we're talking about. So everyone, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Leah, great show. Loved it. Everyone stay tuned for part two. We're excited. Happy adventuring. Happy adventuring. Thanks for being part of the flip-flop experience. Make sure to subscribe and follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Flip Flops and Adventures. 